Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Okay. Are we good? I think it's on. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Royal Short and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you in this very normal, not strange episode where we do not talk about tax fraud. Um, we are going to have <laughs> tax slayer bowl. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. I, I got kind of, anyway. Uh, before we head into the episode, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about BYU football, BYU basketball, the World Cup. We are going to be roughhousing. We're going to be making picks. We're going to go through each bowl 30 seconds at a time. It's going to be so much fun. Before we get into the episode, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod. Best part about that is that the link in our bios, you'll be able to find the links to join our bowl, Capital One Bowl Mania groups. The winner of those groups gets a box of cheese that's mailed to them through the United States Postal Service, who is not a sponsor of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, it's such a dumb ongoing joke. <laughs> Please join the groups. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mark, thank you for joining thus far. If Mark, you join, we will shout you out and we will say a positive thing about you on the podcast. Let's say a positive thing about Mark because we slander him heavily in this episode. Yes, Mark, um, you were a good AP. He was a great AP. You were a great AP. Yeah. One of my favorite things was talking college football with him when I'd see him. We love you, Mark. Yeah. We and we you. love you, the rest of you listeners. Make sure you're sharing the episodes, downloading it, following us on our social medias. Let's get this community up, 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 and keep growing. Let's get to it. Let's boo! Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here! That's right! Let's back this booler. Yeah! Ah! Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. To a very special episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, I am Jared. That is... Justin. Yes. Some call me. Some call him, not yes. all. Others call me Anderson. Ooh. Namely, my coaches. Why was that? Because that's my last name. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Not to give out any personal information, though. If you search Justin Anderson on Google, I would definitely not be the first one that came up. I'd be like, probably search result... <laughs> 472,563 of 897,421, which puts me in just below the upper percent, the upper half. Okay. Hey, you're making way up there, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of you, mm-hmm. we have some news coming out of the Justin Anderson camp. Do we not? We do. Got a little personal news that I would like to share with everyone. Uh-oh. Excited about. Uh, I have two pieces of good news and one piece of bad news. Okay. So we're going to make a sandwich. I like sandwiches. Hopefully you forget about the bad because it's sandwiched between the two goods. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Good. I. <laughs> this is true. I have a tryout in January with an adult tackle football league. Let's go. The Utah Tackle Football League. Okay. It is nine on nine. Interesting. So there's no tackles. No tackles. Like, okay. You, so you the tackle line each is other, but there's no offensive tackle. Guard center guard. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Um, I was just scrolling through Facebook Marketplace posting things, and I came across this ad 
and I was like, you know what? Screw it. Why not? I'm an old washed up guy that wants to play football. So yeah, try out January 14th. Uh, big, big news. Uh, do you know anything about this league? Uh, the quarterback of the team sent me uh, one quarter of the play sheet. Um, okay. I'm going to be trying out for running back and a linebacker defensive end. Okay. Uh, that one quarter of the play sheet only had one run play on it, and it was a read option where I'm sure he'll pull it most of the time. Probably. So um, running back prospects aren't looking too great, but we'll see. Maybe I'll change. I'll flip the script. Hey, I was a first-team all-league running back in California, just saying. You just Tyler Algier your way up there. I was first-team all-league. <laughs> uh, bad news. Okay. Uh, this is kind of a fire fest. Okay. It's really bad. I love it. Uh, it's been snowing, like, nonstop lately. If you're here yes. in the state of Utah, it's been snowing for, like, 36 hours straight. Just recently lit up. Wild. It's been super wild. All the skiers and snowboarders out there, I'm sure they're having a dang good time. Yep. I do neither. Um, I st- I've skied. I don't ski. That was a fun time. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I wear boots because they're waterproof. Okay. Not normally nice. a boot guy, but I wear it when I'm walking through the snow. It's right. utility over fashion. I have to walk like a mile in the snow to my classes. Whatever. Uh, there was a hole in the bottom of my shoe now. Oh, no. So when I step in snow, the snow gets pushed up through the bottom of the <clears> shoe, <throat> and my sock is entirely wet the entire time. Oh, and it makes no. my feet very uncomfortable. That is why, Jared, I'm sure you are uncomfortable with the fact that I only have one sock on right now because that sock is particularly wet. I just noticed that. Good. Um, <laughs> other good news. I just graduated. Clap it up. Let's so it's go. my last final today. Walked out of there. Was stuck for a minute at the exit of the JKB because I didn't really know if this was real life or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, kind of crazy to think I don't have any more tests. Don't have any more homework assignments. Don't have anything on the horizon. Just work. That is wild. Yeah. Wild. Let's clap it up one more time for our boy Justin. Justin Anderson graduated. Free man, as you would say. Oh, yes. How does it feel? Does it feel weird? Does it sunk in yet? It feels weird. It's nice. It's like freeing. It's like a weight off my shoulders. And then like I don't have to worry about any homework assignments. Or like right. I don't have to worry about reading. Or I don't have to worry about who reads outside of school. Freaking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, unless Jared's writing articles, then read them and support them. Of course. Um, or box scores. We read box scores. Yes, we do read box scores. And it's just nice to know that I don't have to do, I can just go home and I can get pissed off at NCAA football in peace. <laughs> can I just... I'm going to go on a rant about that. You know, Let's sorry. Go. We're, we're going bad. We're, we're getting another layer. This is roughhousing, by the way. Freak NCAA football road to glory. I'm with you. It's some absolute bullcrap. You know what happened? Okay. I fight for an entire year to get the starting job, and I can never get the coach trust up because I'll get sacked on a play-action pass where I'm not even out of the animation, so I can't throw the ball yet, and I'll fumble it. Boom, minus 80. And I have to get over 200 close. I finally get it, right? Okay. We're playing the number eight ranked team in the nation, Texas. What what team are you on, by the way? I'm with BYU. Of course. And I want to transfer. Frick BYU. (laughs) In that game. Frick 2013 BYU in NCAA football. Okay. Um... (laughs) I finally get the starting job. Versus Texas, I come back from 21 points down. Nice. Complete 92% of my passes for six touchdowns. <laughs> okay? Phenomenal game. Okay. But in the next practice, on the very last play of practice, very last play, some defensive lineman drops into coverage without me seeing him, and I throw an interception on the last play. And the graphic says, 
Don't worry, you are in no worry of losing your starting spot. Oh boy. Next game. I've lost my starting spot. I just beat the number eight team in the nation, and I threw a freaking interception to a defensive lineman in practice, and they benched me. And now, like, I can't get off the bench. Like every other game, I want the and I don't understand. How, like, I don't know how to work this game. It's so frustrating. I'm sorry. That is horrifically frustrating. I almost ripped my <laughs> controller in half. There's literally a crack in it because I was like, Ugh. granted, they're super cheap controllers that I got. Like third market, not even second market off of Amazon, but uh, still, and it's a PS. What is it? Three PS3. Yes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just two generations ago, yeah, and it's like plastic that's probably like thinner than like a plastic bag. <laughs> I think like if you put a plastic bag in the microwave, um, that's, that's the type of plastic it's made out of. Nice. Yeah. It's, uh, it seems like it's holding up surprisingly well. Then, yeah, under the circumstances. Under the circumstances, yeah. Uh, the most frustrating thing about that remote, I have two remotes. Okay, one of them. Uh, the R3 stick to press down it okay. just turns off the remote for some reason. Oh, Perfect. nice! It's the one you were using that you were trying to throw away with. Yes, the throw away button, but it like turns but off. But it turns off yeah, the exactly. controller. <laughs> I've packed away my good because we're moving, right? Right. I've packed away my good remote, so all oh, no. I have is that one. So whenever I'm scrambling, I can't throw it away. You just either have to take it or I throw have it to coverage. Take the sack, <laughs> or like I try to run backwards and twist and throw, but it always takes like four seconds to go through the animation. I'll just kind of throw it at the ground. Of course. I have 99 arm strength and 99 like pass accuracy. So when I do that, like it'll still throw it anyway and it gets intercepted and because I can't throw the ball away. I physically can't. Like I, my controller will not allow it. And then you lose your starting spot. Yep. Uh, over one play. Yeah. In, in practice. We're talking about practice. Practice. <laughs> I beat the number eight team in the nation. Yes. That is horrifically frustrating. I've played the road to glory as a running back. And it's no better. No. Because you just have to run the plays they call. Yeah. They run a draw play, and you're like, I already know I'm going to lose four yards. Game over. And you do it. Yeah, exactly. You're back to third string on the depth chart yep. every time. You know what the worst part about it is? What? You can look at the stats, right? I'm a 99 overall. <laughs> like, I have spent my skill points, and I am 99 overall. The guy that's starting over me, Jay Harrell, <laughs> is 72 overall. 27 points off. <laughs> what? These coaches, you know what we need? We need a new college football video game. Yes. We do. Where I can demand a transfer. <laughs> you can just up and enter the transfer portal. Transfer portal, baby. <laughs> or you could have an offensive coordinator like A-Rod, who is so married to you that regardless of your injury status or how much you practice, you still get to start against Notre Dame in Vegas. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that would be very intriguing. <laughs> just a thought there. Just a thought. I mean, not like pointed at any quarterback in particular. But, um, no. We'll get to that a little bit later, I think. Yeah, shall we? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do it. Uh, anyway, continue. Sorry for going off. <laughs> no, that was very warranted. Mm. Very warranted. A warning for all of you who are going to go play an old NCAA football game and do the Road to Glory. Yeah. Just keep a fair warning out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about some more football, but this time of the <laughs> proper variety. Proper. Uh, proper football. Proper. We just had the semifinals. Of the World Cup and Argentina 3-0 over Croatia and France 2-0 over Morocco the Cinderella story Mm. Uh, both fantastic games Argentina they were the better team far and away than Croatia Croatia put up a good fight but it was Argentina all the way Messi without a doubt 
the best player that I've seen. And I've gone back and forth between him and Ronaldo. Neymar is kind of in there somewhere. Mbappe, you know, is coming up. He's probably the next in line, as we'll get to later. But Messi, holy fetching crap. This man is insane. He's a wizard. Uh, to put it in perspective, he leads the Golden Boot competition, which is per it's every World Cup, and it goes to the person who scored the most goals. He also leads the World Cup in assists. So he leads <laughs> the World Cup in goals and assists. Oh my. That's that's insane. That's impressive. That is very impressive. Uh Justin. Yeah. You love proper football. Oh, and you so love our much. listeners. Oh, so much. And so you would like to explain to them mm. the sport of proper football in American football terms. Am I correct? Yes, and to do this we're gonna do it in a southern accent because we're getting real like real football, alright? Yeah, them soccer sissies always flopping all over the place, okay? We're going to explain what happened in these two games in this accent. Okay. We're going to first talk about Morocco and France, okay? okay. Put put that on a geometry test. Yeah, I know. I said geometry. I'm from the south. <laughs> geometry test instead of geography, and I will not guess the correct continent for either of those countries. Anyway, <laughs> Morocco, much like Cincinnati in the 2021 college football playoff, was a fun and successful Cinderella team. But they just could not compete when it came down to the final four teams in the college football playoff. That's exactly what happened to Morocco. It is. Morocco played very, very well. They had a couple of great chances against France. France, it was much like the Netherlands-USA game. Mm. Morocco just couldn't finish in the final third in the box. They got tons of touches, tons of chances, but just couldn't put a shot on. Whereas France, every time they got an opportunity... They capitalized, and and that was that. France is a very good team. Kylian Mbappe, leading team. Um, he's also very, very good. He's technically tied with Messi in most goals, but he doesn't mm. have as many assists as Messi, and so uh. Messi would get the golden boot in that situation. Right. Uh, but yes, and then the next game, Croatia-Argentina. Yeah, I'm going to get out of the southern accent for this one just because I couldn't really maintain it on the other one. It was a really bad southern accent, and I don't want to play the dumb southern character anymore. We love Southerners. You're not all dumb, but yes. some of you are dumb. Just that, just like me. that character. Like Justin Californians. Uh, some of us are dumb. Many of us aren't. Many of us are. I'm one of the dumb ones. It's all a beautiful round. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Croatia-Argentina. This looked a lot like Week 12 in the college football, uh. but in the SEC, where all the SEC teams schedule FCS teams <laughs> that week. Argent- Argentina treated Croatia like opposing offenses treated BYU's defense this year. Ooh, Complete domination by Messi and his squad. I complete is the perfect word to use there. From start to finish, it was Argentina's ballgame. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we have our final. And also, the World Cup does a third place match, which uh-huh. is very interesting. Yeah. They have the losers play for third place. College football playoff. Maybe you should do that. Interesting. Interesting thought. Uh-huh. I would like to see that. Anyway, mm. um, France and Argentina will be playing two world powers. This is not how we thought they would get here, but they are here. This is extremely exciting. Argentina... This is Messi's last World Cup. Yep. They want to send him out with a World Cup victory, something that he has not ever won, surprisingly enough. One of the greatest players in the world. Um, they did just win Messi's first title with Argentina. Was it last year or two years ago in the Copa America? Um, so that was exciting. But now Messi is out to get his final notch in his belt to cement him as one of the best ever, the best of our generation, right? Uh and up against, he is up against the defending national champs or world champs, I guess I should say. World champs. France. They would have, if they win, they will be the first team in like 80 years to win back to back World Cups. Since Brazil. Since Brazil. 
Brazil. Uh, we lo- I love me a good South America versus Europe matchup. Always great. Love the clashing of the clans there. Um, and then France, talking about world-class pl- players, we got Kylian Mbappe. He is like the next embodiment of Messi. He will be the next. This game will be a passing of the torch. Whoever wins, Kylian Mbappe will be the next Messi. And it's going to be amazing to watch these two squads go at it in the final. From what I understand, Mbappe is like Messi in like talent level, but he's like actually personable and not just a jerk to the media. <laughs> so people like Mbappe. Does he commit tax fraud? Does Messi? Perhaps, allegedly. Who's alleging this? Uh, people out there. Uh, okay, this is, this it, it is a like real a thing. Six-year-old scandal, I think it was. Oh, okay. This yes. is a real thing. It's yeah, not, but it's not it was, we're making up. No, no, no. It was, it was a while ago. The Royal Strong and True podcast does not support tax fraud. No, definitely. Um, does not condone tax fraud. That's a better word. <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting it, Justin. Huh. Anyway, I may be getting you confused with Ronaldo, but Ronaldo also has done a bunch of crap stuff. But Somebody's committed tax fraud, <laughs> and it's not us. And that is proper football with the Royal Strong and True podcast. Let's move on. Quick men's basketball update. We do have to talk about them because they won a game. What? Uh-huh. They also lost UVU. Of course. Handedly. Handedly. Yep. And UVU stomped all over our logo. Anyway, uh, <laughs> BYU beat the number one team in the nation, Creighton, 83 to 80. But boy, was that 83 to 80 a stressful 83 to 80. We came out of this game. We were playing very, very well. Oh, yeah. We would get up a 12-point lead and then give it away like candy to a baby mm-hmm. um, in the first half. And then we were up by 11 with three minutes left. Yep. And then probably <laughs> the most colossal breakdown I have ever seen in sports history <laughs> It was the worst three minutes in basketball history. There's no... It was so bad. It was Chernobyl-level meltdown. <laughs> it was. It was insane. <laughs> we turned the ball over on like five straight possessions. And they were stupid, idiotic turnovers. Three of those five turnovers were before the half-court line, too. We probably we couldn't break the press. Our turnover-to-dribble ratio was probably like 5.0. It was really insane. Won. It was so... And then we were down one. Yeah. We went down by one. And then Dallin Hall drives down, misses the layup, but then his defender doesn't box out, so he tips it back up for the score. And that's the game when he... Ends up being the game when he bucket. Though I think uh, Gideon George hit two free throws to ice it. Somebody, yeah. But <laughs> it was absolutely wild. That, those three minutes, I was sitting there. I was texting the guys, and I was like... What the heck am I watching? Like, I want to see if I can go back and find these texts because like, it was absolutely insane. It, we need some filler until I find this. Uh, it was a wild game. Uh, I will say, and th- this will kind of be my my take on this game, because although we avoided a colossal meltdown with the lucky heroics of Dallin Hall, who uh, I don't know how to think that our guy that's going like r- routinely 2 of 12 from the field is taking our last second shots, but it's working. So I, I don't know if you can argue it that much. Um, either way, this game was interesting. Ryan Kalkbrenner, or I think Ryan Excuse is his first what? name. Kalkbrenner. Uh, sorry, uh, that is his name. Okay. Ryan Kalkbrenner, whatever his name is, uh, he is a like seven foot center for Creighton. Oh, Creighton center. Okay. He had an undisclosed non-COVID illness. He had a sick. He had, he had a sick, and so he was out for the entire game. BYU demolished Creighton in the paint, rebounds, second chance points. I'm going to be honest, I don't think we win that game oh, if no. they have him. Because no. we have our tallest guy is Atiki, and he's 6'10". 
we don't have anybody else, right? At one point in the first half, we had seven offensive rebounds to their zero. Exactly. There's no way we win the game if they're completely healthy, right? It was wild, dude. Okay, I found the text messages. Uh, we have this team is wild from you, and then a gif of Captain Hook playing the piano. Oh, it was because freaking 55, the most egregious hook I've ever seen, backing down his guy, gives him a hug with his left arm, literally like pins him to the ground, counts to three, and then lays it up. Refs don't call anything. Trey Stewart does something less egregious, the same yeah. hook, like it's still yeah. a foul, but less egregious, and they call it on him. Uh-huh. I. That was that's what the captain hooked. Yeah, right was. after that we have call it both way fetchers. Yep. And then and here here it all comes here it all comes falling down. Good fight though. Well, we suck again. I'm gonna be honest. I find it hard to watch basketball these days. Um, this is phenomenal. BYU basketball is melting down worse than a nuclear power plant. And Chernobyl with a gif of a bunch of exploding things. Yep, that was a good gif on my part. Then we have BYU make a free throw challenge level impossible because <laughs> no, we missed like five straight. No Waterman went 0 for 2 with the game on the line. Yeah, and then <laughs> this, this is the funny stretch right here. There's always, we suck patootie. Idiot! This is hilarious. Yup, I'm going to say it. I'm out on basketball. Good thing it's not basketball season yet because if it were, I wouldn't be watching. I don't recognize the sport. No flagrant there? Okay. Lol, a wee bit of flopera there. And <laughs> then... My new hot take is that college basketball is unwatchable. Basketball in general is boring to watch because there's a foul every 10 seconds. Fun to play, not to watch. Unless it's fun to watch. Then it's fun to watch. <laughs> That's that. Oh, and then Dan, coming in from the top rope, the announcer goes, you know, Creighton's inbounding the ball. Yeah. And here's the former All-State quarterback, and then he just immediately <laughs> proceeds to chuck the ball out of bounds. Yeets the ball to, like, the third row. Yep. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Uh, yeah, incredible. Uh, I think a couple of texts are very telling yep. uh, about us. Uh, obviously, it's not basketball season yet, but we have been watching a little bit of it to get ready for the regular season. Yeah. Um, how are our feelings on basketball right now? Because I think we both have pretty strong opinions about this. Yeah, I mean, that was my text. I'll read it again. My new hot take is that college basketball is unwatchable. Basketball, in general, is boring to watch because there's a foul every 10 seconds. Fun to play, not to watch. College basketball is just like the rules and everything. It's, everything moves so slowly. And, like, I don't care that they're missing shots. Like, I really don't. Like, they can miss all the shots they want. But it's just foul, 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 foul. It's like, teams are in the double bonus with, like, 12 minutes left in the half. And it's ridiculous that they're calling it. Like, I don't know. It's just watching this has made me realize how much better football is than basketball to watch. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. I was talking about this with the great Kevin, the bald mm, barbarian, the, the bald Kevin. one. The bald one. Uh, he, he was actually called the bald one by somebody at our Christmas party. I can't remember by who, but <laughs> like the bald one. Anyway. BYU football is in the blood. True. Go listen to it. Yeah. Um, this sport called basketball yeah. is not as good as football. No. Not even close. In right? no way. And the NBA, EuroLeague, G League, college basketball, not even close. No. And I think this is what it comes down to. The referees are too big a part of the game. Yeah. And I think that's just out of the nature of the sport. Yeah. Right? Because I'm not I don't think that what refs do is bad. I again it's a yeah. double edged sword. Everything they do is bad, but at the same time, it's not against the rules what they're doing. They are calling they're doing the what game. They've been taught to do. Exactly, right? But the referees play such a crucial part in deciding who wins basketball games. In football, yes, it is important, the sure, refs, yeah. right? And they do, like, a holding call can end a drive, 
right? A PI can extend a drive, but it is not the same level of game alteration that it is in basketball. Yeah. Foul count can decide a game, yeah. right? Whereas in football, if you look at penalties, that has little to no importance on who actually wins the game. Nope. Right? When's the last time you saw somebody get ejected because they had multiple unsportsmanlike conduct penalties in a game? Honestly, like probably Ohio State, Michigan in 2014. Yeah. Like, it's not something that happens frequently. No. Like, sure. I will say that in football, referees affect the outcome, but they don't decide the outcome. Okay. In basketball, yeah. they decide the outcome. Yes, they can. Yeah. Yes. I 100% agree. There are very few times in which a football game is, quote-unquote, decided by the referees. Yeah. Right? And there, there are instances. Affected. Right? 2002, Ohio State-Miami. Was it a PI or not? As an Ohio State fan, obviously it was. But you can argue that, right? But in basketball, those kind of things happen every single game, yep. every single week. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I don't know. I, <laughs> I also said this when I was talking with Kevin. Once football is over, over, I think it will be easier to stomach this and to swallow it and watch. Yeah. But just because we know that there is still football on the horizon, football is still part of our lives right now. It's not basketball season yet. No. This, this, it is so hard to watch when we know that there's football on. And here's an alternative to all you people out there. You do not need to watch college basketball. Mm. You might have a moral obligation to watch, I don't know, BYU basketball. For maybe. some reason. And that's fine. I don't mind that at all. Okay. But um, you have to remember during basketball season, it's also hockey season. True. And hockey is a lot more fun to watch. True. Maybe we'll have to get into hockey a little bit more. Yeah, we'll become a hockey podcast. We can, yeah. We is can BYU have a hockey team this year or is it, or is it discontinued this year? I think they disbanded it, yeah. Yeah, what the heck? Oh, well. We had a good hockey team. Anyway, uh, we'll save any further basketball talk for actual basketball season. Yep. Shall we? Uh, let's do BYU football. We'll talk about the game and our bowl breakdown that's coming up in just a little bit. Right. But let's talk about some off-the-field news because it's been kind of a a big off-season already for BYU. The season isn't even over, but we're getting off-season changes. Um, there's been recruiting news, players opting out, or I guess not opting out, but transferring yeah. out. Uh, coaching hires, coaching firings. We had uh-huh. officially two strength and, co- uh, strength and conditioning coaches fired. Yep. Uh, publicly, my inside sources say that the entire strength and conditioning coach uh, or staff yeah. was cleaned out, mm. but only two have been in, been known publicly. Um, I don't know where should we start with this one. Do we want to start in the recruiting ranks, free agents, or transfers? First of all, let's say this: we are glad the strength like strength and conditioning coaches. I'm sure there are great people with great families. We don't want them to suffer. It's the holidays. We never want people to get let go. But our strength and conditioning program sucked. Yes. Oh my gosh. The Injuries, period. Yep. Just injuries, injuries, injuries. <laughs> we were getting bigger, but I don't think there was enough functional strength yes. in our guys. Uh, something that an ex-player said. I think uh-huh. it was Brian Logan. I can't remember. But okay. they said that the strength and conditioning program currently, like during the season before this happened, yeah. was focused on becoming stronger. So right. much strength, right? Whereas when he was a part of the team, it was more elasticity, flexibility, like you said, kind of mobile strength, yeah. el- el- elastic strength rather than just pure meat. Yeah. And I think that affects injuries in a huge way. You got to do both because like there's something to be said for like you put more weight on your joints, you put more strength into those movements and the muscles are pulling on your bones and whatnot. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's something to be said. You have to train both. You can't just do one or the other. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's talk about uh, player movement. Let's let's start there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had a couple transfers uh, that 
I, I don't want to say it drastically affects us because I don't know how much it will because yeah. none of the players that are transferring out are quote unquote important. Yeah. Campbell Barrington, probably the biggest of note, going to Baylor now, returning to Eric Mateos, Jeff Grimes. Yeah. He was a backup lineman that saw time in yeah. like nine games this season. Uh-huh. He just wasn't a starter. People would argue that Logan Fano is a big name too. True. That he out. hadn't seen the field yet. No. But was a highly touted recruit. There is a high uh, aspiration for him in the BYU football program. He was going to start this year, from what we understand, but he tore his ACL in spring ball, so he was recovering the entire offseason. He transferred to Utah, uh, and he took his brother, Spencer Fano, four-star offensive tackle recruit from Timpview, with him. Yes, and it may be the other way around, as we've heard from the stories, right? That Spencer was, uh, what's the word? Dis, not disavowed, disembellished, dis... Dismembered, not dismembered. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was, uh, I don't know, he fell out of love with BYU over some incident, he including. Was put off. He was put off. Put off. Put off, you twat. Hmm. I've been watching a little bit too much of uh, British shows lately. I see. Yeah. Uh, grand tour out there for all of you who like that kind of stuff. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, so he went to Utah. The Demoonies. Also, we've seen a lot of Demoonies going to. Uh, Utah with a transfer from Stanford that we thought yeah. we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I hate to see them go to Utah. Yep. It's one thing if they're transferring out. It's another if they're going to Utah, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah. Remember, it's not good for the state. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as good for the state when it comes to college football. This is not the crown. Get that out of your head. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. So that was sad. We also saw a recruit, uh, Smith Snowden, go to Utah. That was a huge swing and a miss for BYU. Yeah, legacy guy. Generational corner. Generational, wow. Generational, as in, like, I, Ben Criddle explained it best. When, he, you know, on Twitter he was saying he's not the highest, like, he was, like, ranked, like, 89th or whatever among okay. DBs in the nation. Like, okay. it's not like he was, like, crazy, crazy, but, like, native to Utah. Utah does not produce a lot of DB and cornerback talent. True. True. Like it, it just doesn't. So the fact that there was this guy rated this high in the state of Utah, played for Sky Ridge, Utah native, like it was a huge miss for BYU to not get this guy. We got to get the guys in our backyard. Yep. That's kind of what Jay Hill's been preaching. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm, I don't know how to confirm this, but apparently somebody was friends with the mother of a far, four-star recruit from Alabama, uh, Georgia, Alabama, somewhere in the somewhere okay. in the Bible Belt, um, that really liked BYU, wanted to come to BYU, but Tuiaki never gave him the t- the time of day because he never thought a four star defensive lineman would come. Classic. And he's now signed with Ohio State. Interesting. If there <laughs> if there are LDS kids that are interested in the university, we have to get them. If there are kids in yes. our backyard. We have to get them. This is BYU. That is a must. Yeah. We need those players. That's what our program is built on. Yes. We need top LDS talent. Yes. If you cannot secure top LDS talent, then BYU will struggle. There's no, there's not another way to get those kind of kids, right? Nope. We're not, we're not attractive enough as a Utah, right? We're going into the Big Twelve, but that's gonna take a while to catch up with us. Yeah. I don't know. Utah's got a twelve-year head start on us. They do, and it's showing this recruiting cycle. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. They're raking in four stars. It's, it's crazy. Let's move on from that. Let's talk Instead of talking about players out, 
Now let's talk about players that are coming into the program. I like or that this. Are possibly coming into the. Program. I like this. Let's shed some light on this dark, dark scenario. Beautiful. Uh, we have a, a quarterback conundrum. Okay. I wouldn't say a problem yet. Mm-hmm. We have a conundrum. Backup, our presumed starter for next season, Jacob Conover, transferring to Arizona State. Yeah. Hope he does well, obviously. I think all Cougar fans would actually like him yeah. to do well, right? Yeah. No hard that. feelings for Jacob Conover. No, it is not his fault. None at and all. And we support him, actually, in his decision. Absolutely. I would love him to be driving his minivan around Tempe. Yeah. But, alas, it. yeah, it's a party town. Don't want to get robbed and exactly. slashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we have a couple of quarterbacks that have visited campus. Interesting note. Yeah, and both of them have played against BYU. Weird. One as recently as this year. Okay. Drew Pine, who played against us with Notre Dame. Okay. So, beat us. Yep. And Keaton Slovis. Ooh. Who lost to us when he was the quarterback at USC this past year. He was the quarterback at Pitt, where he went 8-4. and four. Now, both of these are seasoned P5 guys. Yes. They're good. They're really good bandings. Are They're- they elite level, like... Maybe not, but will BYU like have a ton of like elite level <laughs> quarterbacks without developing them? Probably, Probably not. not. You know, we're never gonna get that five star splashy guy. Maybe we will if he's like an LDS guy. Anyway, the fact that we have these two guys visiting is that a sign to you that Jaron's gone gone? I don't know because it's in their best interest to come visit. Yeah. Right. We have done very well with quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, right. I I don't know. Jaron is a whole nother story. Obviously, we've seen him in a boot. We don't. Probably, he's probably not going to play. No, he's not playing. There's no way. John Beck has been telling him that he needs to go to the draft. um, And A-Rod has been telling him that he needs to stay. Mm. So, it's really up to Jaron what he wants to decide. Either way, I would rather have another quarterback. Yeah. Right? And that's nothing against Jaron. I just, I want something that I know I can trust. And I don't know if we can trust Jaron to come back. So, if I'm a recruiter, I'm recruiting these guys as if they're going to start next year. Yeah. Both of us were saying, like, it, it's, it's going to come down to where Jaron Hall thinks he's going to go in the draft. Right. And reports are coming out. Mel Kuyper's big board just came out. And he's the number six quarterback on that list. Okay. The number six quarterback gets drafted ten times out of ten. He is right now graded as a mid-third round, end of third round draft pick. If you're going to go, that's a good place to go. Because not only are you going to get drafted, you're still going to get a decent signing bonus. You're still going to get a decent amount of guaranteed money. And there's the prospect of actually playing for a team that isn't the freaking New York Jets. (laughs) So, good news. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. It could be a Brock Purdy situation. So, if that's really the case, if he really is being rated as the number six quarterback and a third round draft pick, go. Yeah. Go get your back. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I feel like reports on Jaron have been all over the place. Because there's another one, Jordan Reed, who had him as like a third-day guy, which is like fifth to seventh round, and I don't think it's worth going at that point. So I I think it's interesting to see where Jaron will go. Either way, I think we should have both of these quarterbacks heavily recruited. Drew Pine, he doesn't have a very high ceiling, but I feel like he doesn't have a very low floor either. I feel like he will do what we ask him to do. But he's not going to go out there and wow anybody. But I also don't think he's going to go out and lose us games. Keaton Slovis, obviously, I think this would be hilarious because he has said some interesting things about BYU in the past. He absolutely has. Let's listen to what he said in an interview with some podcaster dudes in California. 
So my freshman year playing at BYU is like Provo's a weird place. Provo, I heard man. it's like a Twilight Zone type. Yeah, bro, that's what you're saying. Like, Provo's dope, man. Why do you oh like Provo? Oh my gosh. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Have you been to you Provo? You ever seen the Truman, I was on, I was the Truman on a... Show? <laughs> you're hilarious. That's, that's Provo, Utah. That's what we say all the yeah. time. That's Provo, Utah. Like, we go in and like people are like smiling, like, thank you for coming to play. And I'm like, Okay, that's so weird, <laughs> we're like, bro. what? And like, they're like, they're, like, usually they like, they have you and like the people at the stadium are way in there with like shower bag goodies for after your game. And I'm like, what? And they're like, I hope you enjoy it. Like, gr- good luck to you guys. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, too nice. 95% of the, of the place isn't drinking. So you like, yeah. I think that's almost more intimidating because you're going in there yeah. and usually you're like, kids are heckling you or people are heckling you. You're like, all right, there's drunk. <laughs> Every person in that stadium is sober heckling you. So then when they heckle at you or like they say stuff, and they're like not cussing. They're like, Slovis, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, they're right behind your bench. And you're like, in the back of your mind, you're like, this dude's sober. Hey, Keaton Slovis. You stink. You suck. And I say that in the most sober way possible. <laughs> you you suck doo-doo. Keaton, uh, honestly, that's that's hilarious. Like That would be so funny if he came here. It's funny, like. Let's be honest. If if you were not a member of the church or a birthright fan of BYU. Mm-hmm. You would think the exact same things of, of Provo. Absolutely. I think everybody does. We're, as a BYU fan base, I think we're becoming a lot more self-aware of how weird it is that we are so nice <laughs> and handing out freaking ice cream to the opposing uh, team's section. Yep. Do I want us to stop doing that? No. Absolutely But it's not. weird. It is weird. It's it, weird. It's like the prophets say, we are a peculiar people. We are a peculiar people. <laughs> but that, that would be just a beautiful full circle moment <laughs> to see the school that he was making fun of that he lost to. Come recruit him, and he then play for and them. then play for them. Yeah, that would be so funny. Is there a guy that you would rather have between those two? Yes, uh, there is one. Uh, I would take Drew Pine over Keenan Slovis. Interesting, honestly. Why I, is that? Keenan Slovis is a good quarterback. I think he's really good, and if we have him, he will be good. If I'm not mistaken, though, he only has one year left of eligibility. Okay. Yeah, I think he's a great. Whereas Pine, I think has two, maybe even three. I, I think two. I don't know about Pine. I think Drew Pine has two. Drew Pine is a tiny bit more mobile. Okay. As well, Keaton Slovis is a little more... He has been country. riddled by injury as well. He missed a game this year. Yeah, let me see. I'm looking up uh, Drew Pine's eligibility. Okay. Uh, the player will have three years of eligibility. See, that's a lot. And that would be super nice to have, is yeah. some guy like Drew Pine, who's played at Notre Dame, has great game experience, yeah. coming to BYU to lead us into the Big 12. I think that would be huge. Yeah, so he will have played... If, if he can play two years for us. Right. While we recruit another quarterback, get him developed, and then we have like a f- sophomore junior guy come in, or a freshman sophomore, I think that puts us in a decent place in the Big 12. Much better than if Jaron were to come back or we get a one-year transfer or Cade Fennigan starts next year for us. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Drew Pine, was he always at Notre Dame or was he at one point at no at Wisconsin? He was at Wisconsin, Wisconsin. and then transferred to Notre Dame. Right, which if you're a quarterback, I do not fault you in any way, shape, or form <laughs> from transferring away from a Big Ten West school. <laughs> hey, Wisconsin, Luke Fickle, they got UNC's OC, they might be turning things around, this might be weird. Yeah, it might be weird. Could get freaky. Cade McNamara is apparently going to single-handedly turn around Iowa's offense. Love that. Love the optimism from him. Interesting. Grayson McCall of Coast Carolina has also entered the transfer portal. Yep. Would you ever it, say he came to BYU? <laughs> what would our feelings be if he were to come to BYU? Oh, that'd be funny. You know what? Uh, again, a full circle moment. Here's the thing. From a Mormon or from a mullet to a Mormon. We hate Coastal Carolina. Yes, we do. But I also have a weird amount of respect for Jamie Chadwell. Okay. 
He's a good coach, and he's a player's coach. Mm-hmm. He would be a fun coach to play for. If I would like to play for a coach, I would like to play for Jamie Chadwell. Yeah. I mean, that's not the only coach I would like to play for, but he would he be would a be coach on the list. that I would like to play for. I never really had a problem with Grayson McCall. Okay. He was a humble dude. You know, he wasn't one of the D-bag defensive linemen that were just absolutely... <laughs> Uh, how do violating, I say this yeah. yeah, violating Zach Wilson <laughs> I knew exactly after he threw the interception. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I've never really had a problem with him. It would be funny just because he's the closest Carolina. I would laugh. I would laugh <laughs> my freaking rear end off. But uh, in my opinion, he is a better fit in a system like Georgia Tech or another like option system. Yes. maybe like um, Georgia Southern. Ooh, with Clay Helton. He do pretty well there. I think he would do well there as well. I mean, I think he's. Wanting to step up into the P5 level. So right. maybe Georgia Tech or a Duke or a Kansas. Kansas would be a really good spot for him. Kansas that, would be a really good spot. That offense. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if he were to come here, I would boo him every time he stepped on the field. <laughs> I would not cheer for this man. I would call for his head every single game. I would not let him throw a pass into my heart for a touchdown. No way. So, <laughs> even though I also don't like Keaton Slovis... Uh, I also don't like Drew Pine solely because he went to Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. Fair. I would rather have both of those guys over Grace McCall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, let's wrap this up. Is is there anything else notable offseason moves that we need to be aware of? Let's talk about a few other guys that are coming to the program. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Tawitui Putu Tau. Hey. Putu Tau. Three-star defensive lineman out of West High School has committed. Okay. He did hold one other P5 offer from Arizona State. Okay. He also held an offer... From Colorado, but that was pre-Dion. Okay. Uh, we got Jaden Dunlap, a DB at Cerritos Junior College. Cerritos. Cerritos in California. Small hills. They play, yeah. They do produce ballers every single year. Okay. Cerritos like, good. produces some good guys. We've had guys from Cerritos on our team. Most of all, he was recruited single-handedly by Gennaro Guilford. Who is staying on staff. And I think Guilford is a good evaluator of talent, and I trust him. Kid didn't put up prolific numbers last year. I think he had 26 tackles. But, um, yeah, I, I trust Guilford in his judgment. Yeah, Guilford has gotten some bangers for us. Obviously, the big ones, um, Caleb Hayes, Gabe Judy Lally. Like, he knows talent. Jacob Robinson. Corbin Green. Corbin Green. Corbin Green, the GOAT. Exactly. You see, can't forget about Corbin Green. See, we know. We know. Yeah, Coach we know. G knows. Several four-star caliber guys, transfers, and recruits have all taken official visits to BYU in the past few days. We're getting visits. Which is always good. Baby steps. And we got a commitment 45 minutes ago. From four-and-a-half-star kicker Ian Sanchez. Sweet. Now, if you're unfamiliar with kicker ratings, it's different from, like, the normal recruit rating. They have their own rating system. 4.5-star kicker is rated as, like, a preferred walk-on at a power five. Hey. And that's exactly what he's getting a preferred walk-on at BYU. There are very few kickers who will not be walk-ons. Yeah. There are very few kickers will earn scholarships. Yeah. You have to be, like, an Aguayo or a Ray Guy finalist mm-hmm. to earn a scholarship. So, that's okay. Anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it is time for the meat and potatoes. Wow. And potatoes. <laughs> um, it is bowl season, everybody. Everybody get ready. Uh, this bowl season is upon us. It is Thursday when you're listening to this, right? Right? Uh, bowl games start on Friday. We'll go to it. Go join our bowl picks groups. We have had total of one person Woo! 
Thank you, Mark Stroud. Mark! We slander Alabama every single day on this podcast, and yet Mark is the first one, and only one, to join our Volpix group. We love you, Mark. We love him. Clap it up for Mark. What a trooper. Sticking with us, even though we slander his team. Uh, yeah, we love you, Mark. Thank you. And here's your reminder. Even if you don't know anything about college football, join. Because if you randomly pick, and you randomly pick best, we will ship through the United States Postal Service, who is not a sponsor of this podcast. Nope. Just have to make that clear. A box of Cheez-Its. Also not sponsored. Though we would love to have you. Cheez-Its, please sponsor us. <laughs> yes, so go join Royal, comma, Strong, comma, and True Straight Up. That is the straight up picks. Mm-hmm. Then Royal, comma, Strong, comma, and True Confidence is the confidence pool, which is very fun if you're into this kind of thing. You rate the games based on your confidence in them. So if you had zero confidence, BYU would beat SMU, and we do, you get one point. <laughs> but if you were super confident that SMU would beat BYU, and they do, you would get 35 points or 42 points, whatever it is. So both of those are options. Again, Royal Strong and True, straight up. Royal Strong and True Confidence, ESPN, College Football Bowl Mania. Go join. And if you're feeling lazy and don't want to type all that into the search bar, just go to our Instagram and Twitter. Quick, uh, click, not quick, click the link in our bio, and our link tree will pop up. It has links to both of those on it. Perfect. So join. Perfect. Uh, anyway, shall we get to it, shall we? Let's do it. How are we going to do this, Jared? So uh, we do this every year. It is a tradition, long-standing. Very long-standing. This is our second year doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's our second year doing it. It's our second year. That's a freaking cool. That's wild. I never thought we'd actually get to this point. I know, right? Here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Let's so, go for three years. Three years? Could we? Four. <laughs> Give us 27 straight years. Wow. Uh, yes. We'll keep going until the next Queen of England dies. Sorry, that was insensitive. The next queen? <laughs> uh, when will be the next queen? I don't know. I've been watching The Crown lately, so that's kind of why it's on top of my head. I don't know. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, so originally, uh, Dan, unfortunately, is not with us yes, today. We haven't just been holding him hostage, silent, in a bucket in the corner. No, he is not with us, uh, but he's he with our, in our hearts. He's with our tax department. That... <laughs> Interesting. We don't pay taxes on this show simply because we don't make any money off this show. We don't have anything to pay taxes on. <laughs> if anything, the government should be paying us. <laughs> um, Got to get that COVID money, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anyway, so we're going to go through each bowl game. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with 45 seconds per bowl. We were originally going to do 20 seconds per person and do a minute. Since Dan is out, we're going to whittle it down just a little bit. We're going to start at 45 seconds. But... We reserve the right to change the formatting as time goes along because it's what we do here. Because we feel like it. This, We're allowed to. This show is anything but reliable. Exactly. We come out twice a week or once a week, every single week, but you never know what you're going to get. You can get... Okay, never mind. I'm just... That could go so many different directions. We have, we've gone so many different directions. Already. Show. Already. <laughs> this show alone. We, we were planning to get this to this like 20 minutes ago. I know. Look at that. <laughs> Here, Here we, we are. are. Okay, let's do it. All right. Uh, we should... Uh, let's just start with the first one then, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go All right. Top, uh, top to bottom. bottom Ready? To top. Yep. Set. Go. First up, we got the hometown London's Bahamas Bowl where Miami, Ohio is playing UAB. Uh, okay. First bowl game, Bahamas Bowl, obviously. We got the MAC. 
And the CUSA, I remember back in the day, Central Michigan played in this bowl game, and they uh-huh. had that wild Hail Mary with the pitch. Yeah. awesome. Okay. This game is exciting. It's in the Bahamas. It's an exciting game. You got UAB, who beat us last year in a bowl. They are dangerous in bowl season. Look out. But you cannot discount the MAC ever because the MAC will play the wackiest brand of football you have ever seen, and UAB is not prepared. No, they are not. I like to look at this as a fox versus the basilisk mascot, mascot oh, matchup. Okay. The Red Hawks and the Blazers, so look out for that one. All right. Oh, it looks like our time is up. So let's move on to the next one. We got the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Now, this is a fun one. Wow. We got 20, number 25-ranked UTSA, Tankidon, number 24-ranked Troy. See, now this one pains my heart a little bit because these two teams both won their respective conferences. Mm -hmm. UTSA, the CUSA, the the fun belt for Troy. They are both ranked 24 and 25th with 11 and 2 records. Yep. I'm sorry, that's despicable. Both of these teams should be playing high-ranked P5 teams, but alas, here we are. Yeah, they should be playing in Tennessee. They should be playing a... Um, who else is... An Oregon State, Florida State. State. Oregon. Oregon, yeah. They should be playing any of these schools. Anyway, we have seven seconds. Uh, UTSA, we love UTSA on this podcast. Troy is cool, but UTSA. Roadrunners! We gotta remember, we only have 45 seconds. Yes, it's moving quickly. All right, next one. We have the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Now, this one... Oh, did I skip one? I skipped one. No, 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 no. I'm just asking, why is... How does Wasabi become a sponsor? Oh, uh, I don't know. Is Wasabi a company, or is it just a food? I like to think that it's just a food. Okay. Anyway, this is a coaching carousel game. Cincy, Louisville, Louisville's head coach left to go to Cincy because Cincy's coach went to Wisconsin. Uh Uh-huh. A whole thing there. Um, Anyway, I think this is going to be a great game. You take it. I've talked too much already. I think Louisville just sucks. I think they're (laughs) 7-5 and and bowl eligible because they play in the ACC, who sucks. So give me Cincy. Uh, I like the baseball game, bowl games, because they're weird and wacky. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they're stupid. Why are we doing this? Why are we legitimizing that pastime? I don't know. Both teams on one sideline. True. Weird. Next up, we got the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Everyone's favorite. We get two FCS schools, if I'm not mistaken, two HBCUs. Yes. That will play each other. Uh, we got Jackson State, undefeated, taking on the North Carolina Central Eagles. Okay, I have a take about Jackson State. Okay. Okay, Deion Sanders, not a good coach. Okay. Great recruiter, okay. not a good coach. He recruited okay. P5 talent to play in the SWAC or whatever conference it is. Yeah, SWAC. You're going to win every single game if you just have better players there. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Okay, without those players, which half of them have already left to Colorado, yep. I don't know if Jackson State is going to be any good. Jackson State won't have a coach. I don't know. Is he going to coach in this game? I'm I don't, not sure. He's already in Boulder. Yeah, but he said he was going back to Jackson. I don't know. I don't know. North. So give me North Carolina in this one just because I think Jackson State is bound for a letdown game just like they did in the Celebration Bowl last year. Perfect. All right. Moving on to the next one. We have our first game of Saturday, or I guess technically the first game in which – okay, let me say it this way. This game was supposed to be on ABC. It was supposed okay. to be the first one on ABC besides the Celebration Bowl. Okay. Um, now it is being played at 1230 because the NFL is stupid, but also it's good for BYU because now we get to play in primetime on ABC. Nice. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, we got Florida and Oregon State that are playing. Oregon State's ranked number 14. Florida is six and six. Uh, Florida sucks. They really, really suck. Um, they barely beat Utah. That means they suck. Yes. Because Utah sucks. Because Utah is suck. If you beat Utah by more than... I don't, I don't know what I'm tra- tr- trying to say. Oregon State better win this one because the SEC needs to... All right, you're never going to hear what I thought. On Oregon State by a million. Yes, please. All right, next one. We have the- a bowl sponsored by a person. 
That is interesting. It's the first one sponsored by a person in my yeah. memory. I don't know. I think so. Okay. Uh, we got Wazoo and Fregno Staple. Uh, great matchup between quarterbacks that get overlooked because they don't have anybody else on their football team. Cameron Ward and Jake Hayner. Cameron Ward, if I'm not mistaken, is a FCS or a Division II transfer? Yes, from Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word. Okay, so he is a FCS transfer. Who knows? All Incarnate, I know is he's yes. from Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word is an FCS team. Um, I think Washington State is going to win this football game just because I don't trust Fregno Staples. Sorry. I don't trust their defense. Their defense struggled the entire year. Washington State does have a competent defense, so give me Washington State in this one. Interesting. Uh, I will always take Mountain West over the Pac-12, but I Fair. think I'm with you. I think Washington State is the edge. Fair enough. Next up, we got the Lending Tree Bowl, where we have a 5-7 and seven team that somehow qualified for a bowl because they got a waiver from the NCAA. Rice taking on 6-6 six and six Southern Miss. Okay, just... Let me read this to you again. Okay. Lending Tree Bowl, mm. Rice and Southern Miss. Mm. I want some gumbo right now. Oh. That just sounds good, like a delectable, a delectable, savory, thick sort of soup mashup yeah. that I want. Yeah. Rice, Southern Miss in the bowl. I I don't know. Yeah. You know, like the like rice soup we used to get in Peru. Yeah. It had like all the wet soup in it. But it was like still pretty good. It was still good. Sorry, not wet soup. All soup is wet. The wet rice. Yes. Anyway, uh, give me rice in this one just because I think it would be hilarious if a non-bowl eligible team that somehow became bowl eligible won the bowl. That would also be very funny. Uh, I will also be writing, rooting for rice in this one oh. because it's rice. It's rice. All right. I almost set it for 45 hours. So oh. let's not do that. We have – okay, this one we're not going to spend – we're not going to – Gonna put a timer on because this is an important one. Yeah, we're gonna spend a little bit more time on this one. This is BYU SMU. This is the New Mexico Bowl. What a freaking showdown in a glorious primetime bowl, primetime television, 5:30 p.m. on ABC. This is a big time matchup. Let me just say this about this game. I'll say lots more, but BYU opened as a one and a half point favorite favorite on Bet MGM. They are now 5.5 point underdogs. That's wild. That's a seven-point swing. Yeah. I Thoughts? So I'm sure it came out that Jaron Hall is hurt. Yes. Jaron Hall was wearing a boot, riding a scooter all around campus. We all saw it. Somehow the media was unaware, even though literally every student in the entire campus saw it. Yep. Um, he walked off the plane in a boot. There is no way he's playing in this football game. No. Kalei Sitake even said just like two hours ago yeah. that there's a very low chance he's going to play. So we got Cade Fennigan starting. Nice. Well, we assume. We assume. He's also been injured this season. Cade Fennigan, yeah, somehow. Cade <laughs> Fennigan came in in 2020 when we were blowing out Utah. Sorry, blowing out Boise State. For Boise State, mind you. Exactly. He was playing for them. He came in for Boise State. He was a high recruit out of high school. Maybe he'll be able to throw the ball. But as we saw with backups like Baylor Romney, as we've seen with, you know, with Jacob Conover, my guess is that they will change the offense so that we literally run 95% of the time. Yes, they will completely handicap the op- the offense. Yep. We're going to get behind early because our defense is full of misfit toys. Yep. And we have literally no one coaching them at this point because nope. Jay Hill isn't going to coach a bowl game. Nope. Um, there will be lots of points in this bowl game, and I think they're all going to come from SMU. However, as a BYU fan, you know we're going to pick BYU. Yeah, of course we have to. What is your score prediction, and why will BYU win by said amount? SMU's defense sucks. They gave up 59 points to Tulane, 31 to Memphis, and Memphis's offense is not good. 63 to Houston, 34 to Tulsa, 23 to South Florida, and South Florida sucks. Honestly, I think we're going to win this game. It's going to be – we don't win many games when the opponent scores more than 30 points. So this is what's going to happen. I don't know how this is possible mathematically. Okay. But – 
we are going to win 31 to 29. Thir wait, say that again? 31 to 29. 31 is normal. How they're going to get to 29, I have no clue. You could kick five field goals. Five field touchdowns. goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or miss a couple extra points. Okay. Yeah. All right. 31 29. That's interesting. I like it. I think this is going to be a defense option optional game. Okay. No one will even feel no one will be on the field on defense. Sure. That will can recognize their name. Uh, I'm gonna guess fifty two to fifty one BYU because we go for two on the last play of the game. <laughs> we are three and versus SMU all time, including the Miracle Bowl, the Miracle Comeback. Dare we say there will be another Miracle Bowl? Would Just it be a, a miracle if BYU wins in this their game? Wound. Um this is the last thing I'll say. BYU's blackout jerseys were on display. Do we think they're going to wear them? I think that heavily impacts the uniform matchup. I think, yes, they will wear them. But okay. you were asking a question earlier. I would like to discuss this. Yes, of course. Your question was, will they look better outside of a dome stadium? Or will they look worse in I, the daylight? I don't think they'll look as good. Uh. I think the reason they look so good is because... Okay, first off, we're playing in New Mexico. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Probably a very beautiful sky. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's no way that there's as many lights in that stadium as there were in Allegiant Stadium. No. I think the jerseys look so good because of how bright it was, because of the lights in the ring on the ceiling shining off of the helmets. I don't think you get that if you're outdoors. I think it might look a little bit like the blackout in 2020 when Zach Wilson warming at San Diego State and it was just kind of, yeah. I don't know. That would be my take. I hope they wear them, but I just don't think they're going to look as good outside. I have to absolutely agree with you on that one. Just like, we talked about this, right? Blackouts are for night games. Yes. Not for day games. This will be uh, like 5.30 game. It'll be transitioning tonight. But it'll still be a bright sky. Yeah, so I just I don't think it'll look quite as good. But um, SMU, whatever they're wearing, sucks. Yes. SMU sucks. We hate we SMU. We will beat this week. SMU by six billion. Though it will be thirty-nine and twenty-one. Church is true for no particular reason. Am I saying that? No. Church no. is true. There is no religious affiliation with SMU that we must um, roast. Yes. None at all. Yeah, that would be a very bad method of going about things. That would get us canceled. Yeah. For like the fifth row, fifth in a row for me. Yeah, that is the method is, method is, method is not that. Gotcha. I get you, you Justin. Got me? You got Just, me? Justin's on another plane here. Yeah, no no methods. Uh, is there anything from Breaking Bad? You've seen all of Breaking Bad. <laughs> is there anything from Breaking Bad that we can apply to this bowl game that would give BYU an edge? Interesting. Interesting. So... Shoot. They go to the four corners a lot. Okay. And somebody talks about moving to Utah. Okay. From New Mexico. Okay, perfect. They don't talk about moving to Texas. Uh, well, Texas. There you have it. There I was guess. no drugs in Utah in Breaking Bad, but there were drugs in Texas. Hey, there you have it. We, since both of these schools are religiously affiliated, we have now won the Breaking Bad matchup. That's true. And, get this, when there was action in Texas in Breaking Bad, no spoilers, but... uh. Some dude's head was cut off on a tortoise that had a bomb on it that exploded. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's wild. So we're going to cut SMU's head off, put it on a tortoise in the middle of the desert, and explode it. 
That sounds like just great fun. Yeah. Okay. Let's see Cosmo do that to the SMU mascot. Just get the mascot <laughs> head out there. Boom on a turtle. Just rip off the mascot's head. <laughs> Run away with Dude, it. Dude, could we get a mascot brawl, please? Let's in, do it. in some bowl game. Like yeah. the, the ASU Arizona one. Yeah. That was awesome. They just need to go like full on hockey fight in the middle where they throw down their like mascot <laughs> gloves and it's just bare fists and they're going at each other. First one's mascot head to pop off loses. Yeah, exactly. Like rock'em sock'em robots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. New halftime entertainment show. Every single college football, it's 100% necessary. Mascot mashup in the middle. They bring out like a portable yep. ring. They, oh, they can do a cage fight. Heck yeah, like an octagon fight. Why not? They should have like walkouts. Like they should have them walk out of the yes. with like the music. With like the sleeves. Is is My time is now. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Should we continue on with our uh, bowl previews? Let's oh, last thing. Oh, let's hear it. Justin, you were on a plane for the Independence Bowl, were you not? I was on a plane. I will be on a plane for this bowl game. Hopefully it goes better for you because I never in my life have wanted to test the air pressure of the cabin more. <laughs> I wanted to punch a hole through the window, stick my head out of it until it sucked me out and I fell to my oblivion. <laughs> Ouch. I hope that that does not befall me. I hope so for you too, Jared. <laughs> I do not want you to feel what I felt. Yeah. And you know what's gonna, the funniest part about it is? Is that if... like. Finnegan throws an interception or something, or BYU scores a touchdown. Yeah. People around the plane will cheer in different <laughs> intervals because not all of the TVs get the same service at the same time. <laughs> so, spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're the one in front. I, I sure hope so. So, put your earbuds in. <laughs> don't look around. Just narrow in on your little television. Lean your chair. Just stare at the television. Just focus. Tunnel vision. It's tunnel vision. I like it. Tunnel vision. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, next up... Finally, we're almost done with day two of bowl games, guys. We're getting we're there. We're going to get there. We're getting there. <laughs> All right, day two. We have the Frisky Frisco Bowl, North Texas versus Boise State. This is Saturday night, the nightcap. It's going to be a beautiful game. Yeah, this is very interesting. I went on record to pick University of North Texas to win CUSA. Yeah. And I got wrecked. Um, it's one of the reasons I lost the regular season picks bowl. So that kind of sucked. But Boise State sucks. I hate Boise State. Boise is not a state. Texas does have a north. So True. give me University of North Texas. True. And Texas is north of Mexico also. Yeah. Keep yeah, in mind. It is north. Um, Boise City, Bose City, Bo played Bo one CUSA team this year. Cup. And it was UTEP. They played at UTEP. Okay. What happened? This will, this will be in the Frisco Bowl in Texas against North Texas. Mm -hmm. Boise State got stopped. Stop me again. North Texas by a million. CUSA is the best G5 conference. Uh, interesting take. I like it though. <laughs> we got the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Gotta love the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Who will win this matchup? Asks Capital One Bowl Mania. Marshall Thundering Herd or the Yukon Huskies? Clap it up for Yukon. Made a I bowl game. We're obligated to pick Yukon in this one, right? Uh, 100%. I saw the spread was like Marshall minus 12. Don't care. Yukon. Picking Yukon. Give me Yukon, the points. Yukon money line. Any possible Yukon bet. Yukon first half over. Yukon first quarter cover. Give me, give it all. Give yes. me it all. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. I got a nugget for you. Oh. The last time UConn was bowl eligible was in 2015. They played... The Fiesta Bowl, right? No, they played Marshall okay. in the St. Petersburg Bowl. Oh, shoot. So, and Marshall won 16-10. When did they so, go to the Fiesta revenge Bowl? revenge game. When did UConn go to the Fiesta Bowl? Uh, I don't know. It was a while ago, though. 
2011. My bad. Okay. My bad. My no, bad. it's all right. It's all right. Just a five-yard penalty for that one. Yeah, okay. All right, moving on to the next one. This is an interesting one. My wife, Kinley, had the best take on this one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, we got the famous side of Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan, playing San Jose State. This is Tuesday at 1.30 on ESPN, uh, December 20th. Or, not December 20th. Yes, December 20th. Um, anyway, uh, I just, lately, I've been messing up my dates. Anyway, this is Kinley's take. Eastern Michigan used to playing in cold weather. They play in Michigan. San Jose State, they are not used to playing in cold weather. And I will take it a step further. Eastern Michigan is used to playing on non-grass-colored turf. They play on a gray field. Now they're playing on the blue. So, that's an interesting take. I will say this. In, Dece- in December of 1987, Eastern Michigan upset San Jose State University, considered one of the biggest upsets in bowl history. San what? Jose State was good. Because of that, I am picking San Jose State to flip the script and upset Eastern Michigan. That is a wild nugget. That is tugging some nugs. December 10th, 1987. Look it up. A day that will live in infamy. <laughs> Next up, we got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> Woohoo! All time name. Love it. Uh, Liberty or Toledo? Uh, Liberty Flames and the Toledo Rockets. Mm. Literally a match made in heaven. Yeah. Get it? Heavenly with like the stars. Uh huh. Flames yeah. out of the rocket. And rockets? Yeah. Cool. Rockets. Rockets. Give me the Rockets. Uh, I think the Rockets are going to win this game. Liberty, uh, Liberty, 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 uh, no longer has Hugh Freeze, so good night. And they, when Hugh Freeze was checking out Auburn, he was very unfocused. They got destroyed 49-10 yeah. to 10 by New Mexico State. Uh-huh. He's not even there anymore, so how's this Liberty team going to play? Toledo. Next up, we have the Narlins Bowl. We have Western Kentucky versus Southern Alabama. Uh, this is Wednesday night, so don't go to Mutual, kids. Watch this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway. Mutual's um, bad for you. Southern Alabama football is good for you. Yes. Southern Alabama's a not nasty team. <laughs> um, I love me a good directional state matchup. This yeah, is great. This is good. Yeah, Western and South. Yeah. The only thing that would have made it better if it was Southern Alabama. But, uh, uh, true. Jared, you were on South Alabama from the start. Very beginning of this year, you said South Alabama was going to be good. Here they are sitting at 10-2. and two. Yeah, they almost won the Sun Belt. They just didn't qualify for the championship game. Yeah, because so. they lost to Troy. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. It happens. It yeah, happens. It happens. Uh, anyway, uh, Western Kentucky's quarterback is in the portal, so watch out for that. South Alabama by a million. All right. We got a lot of uh, by a millions here. Yeah, we do. And it's not going to change for this one because we have Air Force playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. Huh? It's a match made in heaven again. Get it? Heaven? Because the heaven? skies and the planes? Air Force? Huh? Planes? Because I was going to go somewhere that was a little dark. I'm no longer going to go there. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to redact that statement before Redacted from it. the record. Redacted. Uh, They're playing Baylor, by the way. Again, we are... This is another obligated to pick Air Force because it's the Armed Forces Bowl, right? Of course! It's like the color on the court in March Madness. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, also... One of my favorite memories, I'm watching a cheese bowl a couple years back, Washington State versus Air Force. Air Force ran the same play all the way down the field, took 12 minutes, scored a touchdown. That's what's going to happen in this game. Nobody likes to see service academies in a bowl game. That's what football is meant to be. Three yards and a cloud of dust. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, rest in peace, our friend Ken Nimatololo. Yeah, they did him dirty. Didn't need to fire him in the locker room like that. Yeah, that, that was pretty rude. Next up at 1 p.m. on Friday, December 23rd, we have the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Shudder. Independence Bowl, where the <laughs> University of Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns are taking on the Houston Cougars. 
Uh, talk about letdown teams. I think each of us chose these teams to at least be in the conference championship game for their respective conferences at the end of the year. Yeah. Neither team lived up to expectations. So who will let us down one final time in this one, Justin? Houston. I think Houston sucks. Clayton Toon? Yeah, I, I don't Out know. Of Toon? Houston might be good. Uh, Houston. Houston. ULL, Louisiana Lafayette, Raging Cajuns, Flaming Pepper, automatic dub. The Applebee's. Louisiana. Applebee's. We got to go with them for that, right? Yeah. A little bit of context on that one. Uh, if you don't know the story, Jared, Dan, and I on like a random Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. I don't even remember. I think it was a Tuesday. It was a weeknight. It was a weeknight. We went to Applebee's because they had unlimited wings, riblets, and shrimp. And shrimp. For fourteen ninety nine. And we watched University of Louisiana Lafayette play someone. On a super grainy television. Yeah. It, it, it was literally the only reason we went is because we were all sitting around watching sports. And we saw the commercial and we are like, does anybody want to go? Let's go. Yeah. And so we went. It was sick. Yeah. Anyway, so Good ULL, time. always Good in times. our hearts. Uh, next up, we have the Gasparilla Bowl. Union Home Mortgage. Union Home Gasparilla, Gasparilla Bowl. Excuse me. Please don't upset the sponsors, Jared. I cannot upset the sponsors. They pay us so much money. This is Wake Forest versus Missouri. The battle of the gross black and yellow slash gold forgotten teams of the conference that wouldn't be in a bowl game if they didn't play a pansy schedule. Yep, good, good, good. Uh, I don't know who you got in this one. I'm thinking Mizzou in this one just because I think Wake Forest is a joke. Okay. Hartman's Respectable. out, if I'm not mistaken, right? Hartman I have is no out. idea. Don't I care. I do think Hartman <laughs> is out. I think he's declaring for the draft, so give me Mizzou in this one. Though, actually, Drinkowitz was scared to play Kansas, so give me Wake Forest. That's where I was going. Give me Wake Forest. Do I think Wake Forest will win? No. But Missouri was scared to play Kansas, so yep. we can't pick them. Yep, Wake Forest. <laughs> Next up, we got the easy post, whatever that is. Hawaii <laughs> Bowl, where we have Middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders, that school you forgot existed in the middle of Tennessee. <laughs> well, literally. We'll be playing San Diego State. Uh, I think this is hilarious because it is not easy to post something to Hawaii. No. That is not easy. That uh, is not easy post All-time all. mascot matchup, right? Yeah. We have the Pegasus riding lance throwers uh -huh. versus the Aztecs. Yep. This is awesome. This is like something out of like an ancient uh, Central American storybook. Yeah. It's fantastic. My hot take is because of the spears and because of you know the throwing objects, we are going to see a game with a lot, and I mean a lot, of slants. And curl routes thrown. It's all right. Be interesting. Long drives. Low scoring. San Diego State. Uh, all right. You're taking San Diego State? Yep. I will take Middle Tennessee State because I have seen nothing good from San Diego State this year. Fair enough. <laughs> have you seen anything from Middle Tennessee? Absolutely. Like, well, they beat Miami. That was it. But have then... you seen them on your television? No, I have not. <laughs> it was mainly because they were playing on like freaking Spectrum Sports and Weekend Watch Guy. That's another story. SEC bias. The SEC bias. Anyway. We will go now to one of the greatest bowl games of the year. Um, Monday, after Christmas, it's sad there's no games on Christmas. We have to sit down and watch the NFL. Disgusting. Makes me want to throw up. But we have this game, the Quick Lane Bowl, New Mexico State versus Bowling Green. Amazing. NMSU got the waiver from the NCAA. Played two FCS teams, but now they're playing in a bowl game. Woo-hoo! Because of that, give me New Mexico State. Uh, both of these teams are awful. Yes. Like, awful, awful. <laughs> But New Mexico State is less awful, in my opinion. And you have to give them props because their mascot is literally just a floating head. Yeah. Um, absolutely horrific and disgusting uniform matchup. Yeah. The maroon with the brown and orange. Yeah. Gross. This is literally like poop and blood. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you force the poo out when you have mm -hmm. constipation. Yeah. And it, anal fissures. Yeah, and the poop is like kind of like spiky. 
Yes. You know, like, that's, yes. the, that's the worst. You got, like, clumped deer poop mm. that's coming out, and it's... It's, like, grainy, and it's, like, sandpaper in your butthole. Yes, anal fissures. Anal fissures. All right, moving on. That is the theme that of the That is the quick lane bowl. Is that going to be the na- the title of this? <laughs> anal fissures. <laughs> anal fissures. Uh, all right, moving on, we have the Camellia, Camellia bowl. bowl. Georgia Southern and Buffalo. This is a great matchup. Yeah. Um... I'm sad this game isn't on Christmas. It's been on Christmas the last couple of days, and I loved watching the the uh, Mac and Fun Belt just absolute chaos. Yeah, <laughs> but we st- we still get the chaos. It's just not on Christmas anymore. Yeah, which is sad. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo started the year four and zero. They are now six and six. So two and six since then. Trending upwards. Georgia, Georgia Southern coached by Clay Helton. So automatic dub. <laughs> uh, my whole take on this game uh, will be because you can change your picks up until when they play the games, right? Yeah. Um, Will we see a Georgia Southern player on top of a bus shotgunning a beer as it drives away? That's true. Very, very If good. it happens, choose Georgia Southern. Last question. Over, under, four and a half turnovers in the game. Over. Yep. Over heartily. Over, over, over. Then we got the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. We have the Memphis Tigers, who are 6-6, six and six, taking on the Utah State Aggies, who somehow rebounded after losing to freaking Weaver State. Yeah. Getting also six emasculated six. by Weaver State. Jay Hill. Are now now our DC. Shout out. Does great things. Um, I am obligated to pick Utah State. Uh, my mom went there. Good for the state. My brother <laughs> <laughs> My brother and my mom both went there, so I have to choose them. I would ask you, who would be the first to respond? A tiger or a cow? Mmm, tiger. I think it depends on what it is, right? Are you a blade of grass? Ooh, exactly. Are you a blade of grass or are you a hunky bloody piece of meat? Just remember, what's the last time? What is what happened when the last? La, la, what happened <laughs> the last time that Memphis played a school from the team of Utah in a bowl game? Brawl, brawl, baby! Let's Can get we another please one. get a brawl? The first responder brawl. Will there be first responders on the scene? Oh, Stop let's the go! Ball. That's the new take. First responders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the bowl game with the greatest. Statue trophy of all time. Mm. Paul Bunyan's has the Bunyan's. We don't know if the front is the anatomically geez. correct, but I guarantee you that the players on this team will find out in the locker room. <laughs> the cheeks, the cheeks. Uh, Coastal versus East uh, Carolinas. We mean yeah, Carolinas. Uh, the, the Shants versus the Pirates. I, this is a match made in heaven. This is probably one of the best bowl matchups of the entire bowl season. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get a little somber on this one. Okay. May he rest in peace, Mike Leach. Absolute yes. legend. We haven't addressed that yet. Mike Leach was an absolute gem for college football. BYU graduate, BYU rugby player, who studied Lavelle Edwards' offense and fell in love with football because of it. One of his favorite things was telling people to be a pirate and to swing their sword. For this reason, and for the fact that Coastal Carolina has absolutely imploded with transfers, coaches' leavings, and domestic assault cases. And we hate them. Yeah, and we hate them. Swing your sword, East Carolina Pirates. Long live the goat. Alright, on to our next one. We have the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. Now, this is a very, very funny game. Oklahoma State is like a drunken toddler to me. <laughs> they could either fall into a deep, unwakeable slumber, or they could get violent and start swinging around violently with a stolen block of cheese and a broken Barbie leg. 
We don't know who we're going to they get. They can do the illegal move where they lean up against something and kick their legs. Exactly. Illegal. <laughs> Banned in seven countries. <laughs> Will we see that? Wisconsin is like Eeyore, on the other hand. Mm. You always know you're just going to get sad, depressing offensive outputs. Both transfers, both quarterbacks are now in the transfer portal. Yeah, give me Wisconsin in this one simply because every time I said that Spencer Sanders wasn't playing so they're going to be better, they ended up being worse. Oklahoma State can freaking cheese a cracker for all I care. I like that. That's a good phrase. They can cheese a cracker. Mm. I would like to cheese a cracker right now. I'm getting a little hungry. Oh. All right. Uh, moving on. We have the Military Bowl, UCF and Duke. Why are there no military teams in the Military Bowl? Uh, probably because there was only one military team that was bowl eligible and they had to go to the Armed Forces one. I mean, Army just beat Navy, though, and now they're 6-6. Six and six. Do they? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Do they not get like a post? Did- why is Rice at 5-7 and seven in a bowl game and yeah. Army isn't? Oh, our Army played two FCS teams, that's why. Oh, did they? They needed to get a waiver. Dang. Anyway. Anyway, uh, UCF and Duke. I, I love that Duke is in a bowl. I yeah. love this Duke team, but I just think UCF is miles better than this Duke team. Give me UCF. Okay, this is a very interesting matchup. I think these teams... I think it'll be a good game. Uh, Devils and Knights in the military bowl? That sounds a lot like a one of those medieval reenactment circus things yeah I so agree. i think this will be very entertaining to watch fair enough next up speak of the devil uh bad teams that are now bowl eligible <laughs> auto zone liberty bowl we got kansas who's taking on our kansas the battle of the kansas battle for the phrase kansas oh. will they be known as blank state in the middle of nowhere or just r r long live mike Lee, mike leach mm. r um anyway Let's just say it again. Missouri was scared, and so now Arkansas has to pay the price. Kansas yep. by a thousand. Kansas by a million. By a million. Yep. I like that. Anything else on this one? I don't know. We got 15 seconds on this. This is a weird one. Uh, Lance Leipold is the goat. Should have won Coach of the Year. Kansas by a million. Arkansas sucks. Yeah, I think Kansas is a very good team, and I think Arkansas is just clinging for life at this point. Imagine not beating BYU by more than three scores. Wow, Arkansas. Shame. Next up, we have. A game in which the total is very high. Yeah. We have the Holiday Bowl, BYU's favorite. This is one of the few bowl games that's actually on a different network other than ESPN. Yeah. The one of three. Uh, Fox, we have 15 Oregon taking on UNC in a game that will be more points than your nose hairs can handle. My nose hairs can handle a lot, Jared. There will be a lot of points. Oregon is one of the high scoring teams in FBS. UNC is one of the worst defenses in the country. So. And also simultaneously one of the highest scoring offenses. Exactly. So I give me Oregon in this one just because I think they have a competent defense. UNC doesn't have that, but it's going to be a fun game. I think this will be fun. One if of the you best just, games of bowl season, I think. Yeah, and if you just like uniform matchups, beautiful. going to be a fun one. Next up, we got the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Tax? Taxes. 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 <laughs> uh, Texas Tech. Taxes Tech. The Red Raiders will be taking on the Ole Miss Rebels. Obviously, Texas Tech has home field in this one. This is another game that you watch instead of going to Mutual, 7 p.m. on set on Wednesday. Yep. Ole Miss has felt like a team that's just been reeling all season, just clinging to life. Like, they've barely won against bad teams. They get blown out by semi-decent teams. Yeah. And Texas Tech just feels like a team that's like the blundering drunk idiot at the bar yeah. that, like, when they see a guy they need to fight, they'll knock him out, but then they'll, like, fall off their stool at the table. Yep. I don't know. He seems like the type of guy that would fall down and accidentally throw a dart, and it hits the bullseye. Yes, or somebody's eyeball. So, with that being said, give me Ole Miss. Interesting. Okay. Moving on. 
Uh, we have Syracuse and Minnesota battle of two great running backs in the pinstripe bowl. Uh, this is kind of a gross orange, like a gross uniform matchup. It's kind of like the not bright orange with the navy going up against the maroon and gold. I don't know. Uh, but Mohamed Ibrahim of Minnesota and Sean Tucker of Syracuse, two great backs. That'll be fun to watch. I want Sean Tucker to win this thing, but they no longer have Dr. Bob at the offensive helm. He is now NC State's offensive coordinator. True. So for that reason, give me Minnesota. All right. Uh, Minnesota, obviously they have P.J. Fleck and Tanner Morgan. They're the same person. One is a player, one is a coach. Yeah. It is up to you to decide who is who. Fair. Here's a hint. The coach is usually wearing sunglasses. Oh. Now, I don't know if that means Tanner Morgan will be coaching or P.J. Fleck, but okay. just for your knowledge. The one that happens to be coaching. They change. Yes. They yes. change. Yes, of course. They're both about 45 years old. Um, anyway, moving on to the best bowl, perhaps. The Cheez-It Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. We're 6-6. Six six. Yes, you heard that right. 6-6 six six, Oklahoma is taking on number 13 ranked. Yes, you heard that right. Number 13 ranked Florida State. This is baloney to me. Why is 13-ranked Florida State playing unranked Oklahoma? Why isn't number 14 Oregon State playing number 13 Florida State so that 6-6 six and six Florida can play 6-6 six and six Oklahoma? Please, somebody explain this to me. Why can we not make good bowl game matchups? I don't know. Dumb tie-ins. I think they should do away with tie-ins. We've had multiple conversations about this. Tie-ins shouldn't be a thing. Um, I just think Oklahoma sucks this year, so give me Florida State. Yeah, uh, igual. Um, one interesting thing about this, I'm going to go a little over time here. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, both teams have interesting runouts with Chief Seminole. True. I forgot his name. It's like Osceola or something. And the Boomer Schooner. Could we see an old-time Mountain West or Wild West matchup where Chief Osceola throws his flaming spear at the invading Westerners of the 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 Boomers, and it sets the Boomer Schooner on fire, and it flips over again? Better yet. It gets, he throws it and it gets lodged in the wheel. Oh! And then it falls over and lights on fire. Just like the Indiana Jones thing where he sticks the pole in and then. Yeah. Zoing! Exactly. The air. <laughs> A exactly covered that. wagon just flying through the air. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Beautiful. That was well worth the 15 seconds we spent on that. Yes, it was. Next one. A classic. This bowl gets a bad rep, but it's a fun bowl. This is maybe one of the best bowls year to year. Bolero Al- Alamo Bowl, where the number 20 Texas Dirty Mullets are playing the number 12 Washington Overrateds. Yes. This game has always been good. I can't remember a year in which this wasn't good. The only year I can remember in which it wasn't close is when Texas beat Utah 38-10. to That was awesome. <laughs> Texas is prone to just spontaneous breakdowns in the last minute, and Washington has made a couple late-second comebacks, so I expect this one to be exciting. Yeah, uh, give me male genitalia in this one. That's that sounded wrong. Give me Michael Penis, Michael Penix. Oh, of course. Michael Penix will win the game. <laughs> uh, I like that. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> we might need to go back and edit that. <laughs> Next up, we got another incredible. It's an incredible, if you may. Ooh, nice. Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, yeah. Somebody's getting ready to get mayonnaise dumped on them. Let's go. 50 gallons of mayonnaise. Will it be Maryland's head coach? And Tua Tagabailoa's little brother, or NC State. Uh, get NC State out of my freaking face! The only way that they have been ranked this year is because freaking Boobalicious Corrigan is the head of the CFP committee chair. He is a biased little chump change, and I want him out of there as fast as you can say, pants on fire. That's just the first thing that came to my mind. Pants on fire. Get him out! That was pretty fast. Yeah. Get him out. 
I don't know. I thought I was going to be alone on this one. I also chose Maryland because freak you, NC State, until Dr. Bob is the offensive coordinator, is the acting offensive coordinator, then I am a Wolfpack fan. Also, Duke's Mail Bowl, probably one of the best follows on Twitter out there as far as bowl games are concerned. This is another incredible name. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Oh, wow. Love it. We got an 8-4 and four Pitt team taking on a 9-3 and three UCLA team. DTR not in the portal. Keaton Slovis in the portal. Therefore, mm. UCLA by a million. I agree. Pitt wasn't even that good this year. Again, why are we seeing an unranked, mediocre team playing a ranked, good team? No. I don't know. Um, anyway, Tony the Tiger, I think he should do the coin toss. Okay. I think he should be the announcer for the game. Fair. They yeah. shouldn't have any of the CBS commentators in there. I don't want to hear them. No. It just reminds me of the SEC. So mm. I would like, between the transition from CBS, SEC on CBS to Big Ten on CBS, I would like to see Tony the Tiger. You know how on turf fields there's the black beads? Yeah. They should replace those black beads with crunched up Frosted Flakes. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's you wouldn't time. get cancer from that one. Nope. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't you would definitely feel better. You, uh, you would feel something. That's all right. That's true. Uh, the Gator Bowl coming up next. Uh, we got Notre Dame. Hey, don't forget the sponsor. This is a sponsor that we like. Which one? Tax Slayer. Tax Slayer. The Slayer of the Taxes. Hey, I do like that. Tax yeah. Slayer Gator Bowl has a nice ring to it. Yeah. We got 21st ranked Notre Dame versus number 19 South Carolina. South Carolina beating Clemson and Tennessee to finish off the year. Amazing finish. Spencer Rattler for Heisman. He can still win if Mike Pence has the courage to do what is right. <laughs> give, me, give me South Carolina. Uh, this is a great game. Drew Pine and Michael May are both not playing for Notre Dame. Yeah. That might influence your decision. Oh, my God. Mike Pence, if he had the... <laughs> Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. This shouldn't even be allowed to be a real bowl. <laughs> Barstool Sports shouldn't be allowed to have their own bowl. Right? Especially if they get a broadcast on their own TV station that literally no one has. Yeah, nobody's going to watch that. We I, have the Ohio Bobcats from the MAC taking on Wyoming from the MWIC. I think this will be a good game. I, I really do. Good. It's just unfortunate no one will be able to watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could maybe look on YouTube for an illegal stream or something. I don't stream know. East of Iowa. There we Maybe. go. They, I don't know. they have everything. They probably have that, right? They probably have that. I don't know. I think it was a great game. But Wyoming's top running back out. Ohio's top quarterback out, both with injury. So. Give me Ohio. I don't care. Ohio by a million. All right. I like that. Uh, we, need, we need some university from Ohio to win a bowl game, and it might be this one. Next up, we got the Capital One Orange Bowl, which is indeed orange. We have the orange team, number six, Tennessee, taking on the orange team, number seven, Clemson. Tennessee starting quarterback, Hendon Hooker, tore his ACL in week 10, if I'm not mistaken, or week 11. Clemson Tiger quarterback, DJ Ukulele, Unga Lunga Bunga. I can't believe I remember that exact phrase <laughs> every time is in the portal. Yeah, you always do such a great name with his last name. You really need to give the announcers like a lesson. Every DJ time. Ukulele, Unga Bunga Lunga. Exactly. Uh, anyway, I hope both of these teams wear orange. Yeah. I, they're different shades of orange. Why not? Okay. It's the orange boy. You have to. Do it. It would also be very funny if... Tennessee wore their black or gray, and then Clemson wore purple. I, I just think that would be very funny. That would be funny. Uh, Clemson sucks. We hate Clemson. They shouldn't be ranked number seven, Tennessee. Yep. And also, Tennessee's backup quarterback that's been playing, he just looks like he's throwing Hail Mary every single play. He just, like, doesn't look at anyone else except for the deep receiver and just yeets it a mile in the air. It's going to be fun to watch. Football should be played one of two ways. Three yards in a cloud of dust or... Four verts every play. Exactly. With while the defense simultaneously runs engaging. 
<laughs> Those are the two ways football should be played. We should do a game on NCAA, just me and you. Defense always runs in gauge eight. Offense always, always runs four verts. <laughs> right. We'll just see if that happens. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think the score would be like 89-90 or something. <laughs> it's going to come down to like... It's going to come down to two-point conversions. It really, it really will. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, moving on. Anyway. Uh, uh, fantastic game. My favorite. This is probably... Yeah, definitely one of the best games of the entire bowl season. Number five, Alabama, taking on number nine, Kansas State, in the All-State Sugar Bowl. 10 a.m. on Saturday, December 31st. My one thing about this game is I hate the NFL. I yeah. hate it. Uh-huh. This game should be played December 2nd at 8 p.m. But yep. because of Monday Night Football, ESPN needs to bleepity bleep 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 and move this game to 10 a.m. on a Saturday, on the New Year's Eve. I hate that. Yep. I will still be watching, and this is a fantastic matchup. Oh, this is a fantastic matchup. I love this matchup with all of my heart, soul, mind, might, strength, uh, with... Yeah. Trustworthy, loyal, friendly, courteous, kind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we believe. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> give me Kansas State because frick Alabama. They're frick overlooking em. Kansas State. Kansas State. Uh, Big 12 better than the SEC. Kansas State. Kansas State. Kansas State. Um, Mark, I'm sorry. We will all be choosing against you. That's fine. But you're resilient, right? He's a good guy. He'll stick with us. We love Mark. We can slam him as much as we want and he'll stay with us, It's right? not... Personal. Mark. It is not personal. It's we, personal against Alabama, but not personal but, against. But you. not against him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mark, I don't we know. love you. Also, come on. Kansas State hasn't won anything in a while. Let's give him a throw a dog a bone. Throw a cat a bowl of milk. Ah, I see what you did there. That was a good one. Next up, we have a phenomenal, phenomenal bowl matchup. If you're looking to gouge your eyes out, Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Iowa, who is on their third-string quarterback, yep, will be playing Kentucky, who is on their second-string quarterback. Yes, and he might actually be better than Will Levis, their first-round draft pick. And um, they both have terrible offenses. This is probably one of the worst bowl game, but at the simultaneous, it's one of the best, right? Yeah. We have a bottom-10 offense going up against a bottom-10 offense. Yep. What more could you ask for? Colors disgusting from Iowa? Kentucky's fake? I... Amazing. My one bold prediction for this one is that there will be more defensive scores than offensive scores. In so the game. we're taking the over, obviously, but on defensive scores only. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. No offensive touchdowns, only field goals, and then special teams and defensive scores. Right? Okay. This next one I feel strongly about. Okay. Let's hear it. This is one of the big ones. College football playoff semifinal at the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. First of all, screw Verbo. Verbo should cease to exist. Um, it should be the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Come on. It, it makes sense, guys. That should be a permanent sponsor. Permanent. And they should get it for free. Anyway, number three TCU playing number two Michigan. Um, TCU lost in the conference championship game, so they have revenge on their mind. So TCU will beat Michigan 42-17. to I cannot stand the people that say TCU has no chance. If you think TCU has no chance, you did not watch an ounce of TCU football yep. or college football at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, This TCU team knows how to win. Mm-hmm. They got jobbed out of a Big 12 championship yep. game. They Should've won, won that, that one. They won that game. They, they won it. They won, they won it. Let's just declare it right here. Yep. TCU won the Big 13 12. 13-0. Big 12 champs, 13-0. Yep. Uh, they have now reversed roles. Michigan is now the three seed, TCU the two. Um, TCU has a huge chance in this game. If they can do what Ohio State did not and keep their head on their shoulders, mm. they can win this game. Frick Michigan. Michigan sucks. 
TCU 42 to 17. I, I'm with you. 42 to 16. Oh, missed extra point. Yeah. Very good. Uh, next semifinal, this is one that's dear to my heart. The Peach Bowl, it is the only bowl game that The Ohio State University has not won yet. If they win this game, they could be the first to win all of the New Year's Six Bowls. Uh, oh. They play Georgia. This is the 6 p.m. Saturday, December 31st. Unfortunately, I will be at work for this game, so oh, I want to shoot dang. myself in both of the eyeballs, carve them out with a spork, you know, all that the good. That sucks. Yeah, it does. Well, work. BYU TV? Yeah, I'll be working the BYU Portland game. What the? Fantastic. What? Literally, I want to scrape my eyes out with the fork. No, you're definitely watching this on your phone or on I, a different monitor. I, I definitely I For me, it's a win-win, right? Because if Ohio State loses, I didn't have to watch it, right? Yeah, I didn't have fair. to like get invested in it. But if Ohio State wins, I can just come home and rewatch it again. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Um, honest question. Yeah. How much of a chance do you give Ohio State to win this game? <sighs> Trigon Henderson is out. Jack Smith and Jigba's out. C.J. Stroud probably mentally checked out because he doesn't care. He said it after the Michigan game. My legacy is not defined by this one game. Yes, it is, C.J. You suck butt. Yeah. Ohio State has nuts and bolts to beat Georgia. If there's a team that was built to beat Georgia, it is Ohio State. And I'll say this one last time. I'll turn it over to you. Styles win fights. They they predetermine fights. We saw it in the Georgia-Tennessee game. Tennessee plays a high-flying, high-scoring offense. And Georgia plays a low-scoring, rumbling, bumbling team, right? Yeah. Very defensive, defensively minded. Their style won out, and so they blew the crap out of Tennessee, even though they might not have been that different. Like, the margin may not be that big. If Ohio State wins the matchup battle, they will win this by probably two, three scores. But if they lose it, they will lose by two, three scores. There is not an outcome in which this game is close. I think they'll lose by two scores simply because of this. Ohio State's defense is still... Suspect. It is a work in progress. Brock Bowers. That man is an animal. He is going to single-handedly eat Ohio State's defense for lunch. He is not human. No, he's not. Like, I, I know we frown upon watching highlights, especially SEC highlights, because yeah. why watch the highlights when you watch the game? Yeah. But we also don't watch SEC games because we don't want to give them the ratings. Yeah, exactly. So we watch highlights of the SEC games. Yeah. Brock Bowers looks like cocaine bear. This man is impossible to tackle. He's insane. And he's fast. He's insane. With that height and weight, you should not be that fast. It, yeah. That should be illegal. It, it should be illegal. Let's ban him. Brock Bowers is officially banned from the Royal Strong and True Podcast. You will never be allowed to be a guest on the show. I know you've been begging in our DMs every week. Every nope. week. Nope. Every single week. Please, please, Royal Strong and True Podcast, I want to come and talk BYU football, please. Nope. You Not more, Brock. No, you're banned. All right, uh, let's cancel. Move on. Uh, next up, we have the ReliaQuest Bowl. I think this is a new bowl. I don't remember this one ever being there. Uh, we have Illinois taking on the Pirate School, Mississippi State. Mike Leach, may he rest in peace. We've already mentioned uh, that was terrible. So sad that we lost Mike Leach. Uh, he was one yeah. of our favorite characters in all of sports, in all of sports history. Um, we cannot say enough about what Mike Leach has meant to us and to college football. There is only one correct answer for this. Do you know where the Relia Quest Bowl is played? I do not. Inside of Tampa Bay Stadium. Okay. That has a pirate ship in it. It was almost meant to be. You can't write a script better than this. Mike Leach will be captaining his pirate ship. And the entire Mississippi State team should be allowed to go in the pirate ship and take a photo after they win. I, I think they will do that. In, in memoriam, 
we will all pick Mississippi State in this game. Uh, long live the Pirate King. Rest in peace, Mike Leach. What a great guy. Next up, we got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. This is going to be another Ooh. fun one. Very, very fun one. In Jerry World, we will Jerry World. We will see number sixteen Tulane take on number ten USC. This is a great one. I think Tulane is a very, very good team. Frisky been overlooked by a lot of people. Not by me. Not by us. Not. I put, a, I put him in my top four. Yes, just have a top four in like what was it week five or something? Yeah, I think it was week seven. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, again. With the whole flexing games to make room for Monday Night Football. Frick Monday Night Football. The NFL can suck it, bro. Yep. And honestly, I'm kind of mad at college football commissioners and bowl people, too. Don't be scared of the NFL. Go up against them. Yep. Schedule the Rose Bowl during... Or schedule the Sugar Bowl during Monday Night Football. I will watch college football over Monday Night Football 100% of the time. Every day. You know what? You know what? This is... It, saying it now, we haven't even talked about this game at all. <laughs> we will watch... We will re-watch... One of the college football bowl games that we really liked, instead of watching the Monday Night Football game. I don't care who Deal. it is. It probably like a good matchup. Don't care. Deal. All right, we're doing it. One thing I will say, I hope that Tulane wears its blue Ooh. and green uniforms, Ooh. and USC wears its crimson uniforms. Ooh, beautiful. That Color would rush. be. That would be something. Color uniforms. Beautiful. Um, I think Tulane's gonna win this game outright. Fair. All right. Next up. Uh, second to last, we have the Citrus Bowl. We have number 17, LSU, Don't playing Purdue. It's the Cheez-It Citrus the Bowl. Che- true, Cheez-It has Cheez- two, two bowls. bowls. Clap it up for Citrus. Amazing, amazing feat. First to ever do it, probably. I don't know, maybe not. Have two bowls. Yeah, probably Capital One has done that. But anyway, it's amazing. Uh, speaking of, where's the Outback Bowl this year? I think ReliQuest filled that spot. Anyway, uh, LSU, again, 17th ranked against Purdue. This is actually an even matchup, very evenly matched. But just LSU doesn't deserve to be ranked. Outback Bowl was renamed to the ReliQuest Bowl. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. I'd much rather have the Outback Bowl. LSU or Purdue? Give me LSU just because I think Purdue sucks. Uh, all right. Uh, LSU is not enough of a giant to be spoiler naked. True. True. They're not ranked high enough. As we saw with with Michigan. Yeah. Pretty Exactly. Anyway, I don't know where we're going. Finally, the last bowl game. Uh, this game features two of the exact same team. One from the West. One from the East, Penn State and Utah in the Rose Bowl. Penn State by a million. Penn State by a, a million, billion, jillion. Anything else on that? Uh, I hate Utah. I hate them so much. There's, I'm sorry if you're a Utah fan listening to this. Screw you. Yeah. I hate all Utah fans. We love I, you, Riley. Yes. Yep. We love you because you've been on the podcast. Yeah. And we know you. Personal friend, right? Yeah. No. Screw Utah. I hate them. Hope <laughs> they lose every single game. I hope Penn State just absolutely bullies them. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Singleton, I hope, just goes off. Utah doesn't deserve to be here. They're all here on a technicality. Let's be honest. Yep. They're here on a technicality. Yep. Screw Utah. What's up with the Pac-12 and doing that? I don't know. Oregon got that in 2020? Yeah. I, it's it's like disgusting. Every other year, a team that doesn't deserve it gets, gets to go to the Rose Bowl as a conference champion. Yeah. Uh, bipartisan. Is that the right word? Sure. Objective viewer. Bipartisan is a word. Yeah. Right, we'll go with it. <laughs> it is a word. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, this is going to be a great game. These two yeah. teams are very similar. This is going to be old school football, right? Yeah, this will be fun. This will be smash mouth. Both these teams hit hard. They play physical football. I I think this is going to be one of the best bowl games. It may not be the same as the Rose Bowl last year with just 100 million points. Yeah. But it's going to be very exciting. No, yeah. This is going to be like 17 points. Total. Total. <laughs> Hold on. 10 to 7. Last up, who do you got winning your national championship? 
Oh, man. Obviously, Ohio State and TCU are both going to win. Yeah. In my bull picks, I actually picked Michigan and Georgia. It's called hedging your bets. Because then if they do lose, I can He's be... Jose loyal. Yeah. Anyway, it's a whole thing. I've This sports year has probably been the worst sports year I could imagine yeah. for a very, 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 very long time. Literally every yeah. single one of my teams has sucked. It's been bad. It's been bad. Anyway. Ohio. Just Ohio. Just Ohio. So Ohio beats Wyoming in the Arizona Bowl, the Barstool Bowl, yep. that no one was watching. Yep. Get invited, personal personal invitation from Boobalicious Corrigan, and they go and they beat TCU. I think Ohio State wins the national championship because Ryan Day pulled his head out of his arse and played competent football. Can we declare this? Let's declare it. If Whatever Ohio, you want. If Ohio wins its bowl, okay. they are personally invited to come to my apartment. Just like PMT held a pizza party mm. for uh, James JMU, I will hold a pizza party for you guys. Okay, Little Caesars and Costco pizza. Um, a mix. You That's have to nice pay thing. for your own transportation <laughs> to my apartment. Hey, they'll be in Arizona, so. But if you DM me, I will give you my address, and you are welcome to come. Okay, cool. Katie, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I don't think you're listening to this, but if you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, I'll match Oh, I'll match Okay yeah, I'll get the po- Costco pizza You get the Little Caesars pizza Deal, deal, deal Okay Do you need to apolo- apologize to oh, yeah, yeah. who might be upset beforehand? Yeah. Kinley, if you're listening to this Probably not listening to this We have like seven listeners total we, We've been in the 50s lately Hey, we've been in the 50s Hey, yeah. clap up for us Let's just give us a little golf cart Anyway Kinley, I know you're probably not one of those 50-ish uh, But I'm sorry uh, TCU wins the Natty by a million. Okay. Uh, how awesome would that be? Sonny Dykes, his first year, wins the national championship with one, zero losses, as we have declared here on the podcast. Oh, my wife just texted me. She's like, you said my name? <laughs> <laughs> She'll just have to listen and find out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, if TCU wins, the Hypnotoad will become a graven image. It'll be, dude, it, I will, <laughs> I will put a picture up and bow to it. <laughs> We will all become followers. Yes. We will be like King Nebuchadnezzar. Heck yeah. With the Hypnotoad. <laughs> With the Hypnotoad. Do you think there's any shot that TCU can actually make it that far, though? Let me tell you this. It would be the funniest thing ever. Because you know what Sonny Dykes did? He went to a team that had talent and said, we are going to run four verts every other play. <laughs> That's essentially what he did. That is what college football should be. <laughs> it's one of the two sides of the spectrum. So give me them. Do I think they'll win the national championship? No, I don't. Okay. I honestly do not. I, I think they'll probably play Michigan close but lose. But TCU by a million. <laughs> TCU by a million. You have to. You TCU have to. by a million. Hypnotoad. As an Ohio State fan, I'm obliged to go to Ohio State. But fair, 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 fair. TCU. We'll tie. We'll tie, right? Ties are acceptable in professional football. Though good for the state is not a thing. Good for the Big 12 is... Because yes. if they win, they get more money, which then gets distributed to us. Yes. Wait, actually, that's true. Would it go to us, technically? It does. Yeah. Because it, we join in next year? It distributes throughout the conference, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's great. Yeah. That, that would be awesome. I'll take any CFP money we can get because we sure won't be own it, or earning it in the next nope. couple of years. Not us. Uh, anyway, final thoughts on bowl season. Maybe your favorite matchup. I think one of my favorite matchups is just the first one because it is the next football game that we get to watch. That is not the bum poodily tiddly NFL. Remember, every bowl game is a good bowl game, especially when a 5-7 and seven team is playing or UConn is playing. 
<laughs> even if you might think they're bad teams, that's what makes bowl games beautiful. Yes. Absolute chaos when there's nothing else going on on television of any relevance. You can either watch a Hallmark movie or watch seven turnovers in one game. Watch the seven turnovers. It's fun. I'm telling you, you'll love it. The, you will not be disappointed by any bowl game unless your team is playing in a bowl game near Christmas. And then I guarantee you, you will be disappointed. <clears throat> BYU. Mm, don't, don't be on a plane. True. Sorry, Jared. Sucks for me. But don't be on a plane. It's going to be like nonstop when there's like the cocaine bomb in the back and it's really just a TV with the BYU game on. <laughs> All right. Maybe don't say that in, in the airport security. Level. That is a trigger word. Cocaine and bomb. Yeah. And BYU bowl game. BYU bowl game. That's the worst one of the three. Yeah, that's not a trigger word for security, but for everyone else around, yeah. it will be a trigger word. Yeah, everyone else might just die. Just simultaneously combust. Just die. Sponta- yep, just die. All right, uh, to all of you out there, we hope you do not die on a plane because BYU plays in a bowl game. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure to go join our uh, bowl group, mm-hmm. Royal Strong and True Straight Up, Royal Strong and True Confidence on the Bowl One Capital Mania ESPN, whatever the heck it is, uh, website. Go join. It'll be fun. The winner gets a full box of Cheez-Its mailed to them through the U.S. Postal Service, not sponsored by the Royal, and True Pod- Royal Strong and True Podcast. Remember, if you don't want to type all that out, you can go to the link in our Instagram and Twitter bio, click on it, and you will be able to join the group straight from there. We love you guys. We want this community to keep on growing. Make sure you're downloading the episodes and sharing it with your friends because that is what helps most. Also, leave a review. I still don't think we've gotten a review since the review I left a long time ago. So uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Goodbye now. (laughs)